Welcome to the show, Seize Your Home, where we discuss real estate for millennials interested in exploring what it takes to get themselves a piece of the pie. That includes, but is not limited to, buyers, sellers, investors, and real estate agents themselves. I am your host, Allie, your go-to homegirl. I wholeheartedly believe the more we learn individually and together, the more seamlessly we can work as a team in making the smartest yet largest purchase of most people's lives as enjoyable and peaceful as humanly possible. However, the peace you can feel once your transaction is closed is ultimately the experience of a lifetime, and I'm so incredibly honored to be here for you as a guide in some way on this journey. I like to think of myself as a teacher who has the ability to successfully walk you through the process of homeownership. Thank you so much for being here with our phenomenal guests and myself as we educate and inspire whilst attempting to entertain you within 30 minutes time. Short and sweet, full of juice so that you can feel confident when making your next move. Whether that's next month or in two years or seven, I take serious pride in being the one you come to with questions about the market. Here at Seize Your Home, I have an open door policy, so please reach out on Instagram at Seize Your Home, S-E-A-S, Your Home, and we can hop on a Zoom call to discuss anything you're curious about. If you're not in my market, no problem. I can easily refer you or your loved ones, friends, and foe to a reputable agent anywhere across the U.S. or world. Let's get the party started, shall we? Welcome back. This show is officially three years old as of last week on Valentine's Day. I tried so hard to make it all happen the week before between going back to my old hosting site, uploading new album art, incorporating new music and utilizing this pretty amazing software that today's incredible guest, Eric Talks Marketing, tells me about mid-episode called Descript. Too much newness and not enough time to make it all happen with all of the tech issues and difficulties. So we took a week off to get it all together, but we're back. Apologies in advance if the editing doesn't quite sound as smooth as it usually is. There is for sure a massive learning curve with this new software, but I'm really excited to master it. I cannot wait for you to hear Eric share his passion about all things digital marketing for real estate agents and how very different every single one of our options are in terms of YouTube, TikTok, Instagram Reels, etc. We also discuss how real estate agents can create a highly targeted and strategic outreach plan in order to connect with the people interested in relocating to our areas using YouTube specifically, thanks to SEO optimization. And Eric teaches us so much in such a short period of time about getting in front of the right people on social media in order to monetize our services. I had three insanely phenomenal little clips of what he said that made it excruciatingly difficult to choose just one for the audiogram on Instagram for this episode. Luckily, I felt that whichever one I chose was the right one because they were all wildly packed with informative nuggets, so I really couldn't go wrong. Thank you for being here and enjoy. Eric, you reached out to me on Instagram with your offering to help real estate agents increase their reach using YouTube. I decided to take you up on your sales call because I know firsthand how difficult it is to prospect for new business. So I was feeling generous with my time, not to mention that I had a feeling your services really truly do grow the agent's business who are willing to put in the work. 
Not only did I get a podcast episode out of this connection, but I actually feel like I made a new friend ever since no, our call. Sure. And I just really appreciate what you do, but especially your approach. It was so friendly and honest, and I can only hope to come across that way on my journey of creating new relationships for business as well. No, for sure. I just think it's so funny. You came out the gate with that, like, Eric, you reached out to me. You cold DM'd me on Instagram. <laughs> but, I mean, it's true. And I think that's, well, first off, I feel a similar level of empathy toward people who cold outreach me when I'm doing, when I'm in a season of cold outreach because it's a pain in the butt. So thank you for having or, or looking upon my DM with kind eyes. But yeah, I mean, I think honestly with outreach and with sales and with anything, it's if you're leading with value, you know, obviously you're not going to get a hundred percent of people to receive it the right way because at the end of the day, it is an unsolicited outreach. But if you are truly just reaching out to make a good connection or, you know, provide what you really believe is going to add value to somebody, then I think, you know, it makes the job a lot easier. And so I'm glad we were able to talk and yeah, I mean, I appreciate the uh, kind words about my approach as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and there's no shade in doing what you did. You know, like I wish personally that I could just be reaching out to people on Instagram versus having to call them to see if they're willing to sell their house. You know, yeah. it's such a, it's just, it's 2022. And that's how a lot of people are getting businesses from Instagram. So there's no shade or shame there. You know, it's just a matter of it is, that's how we got connected. And I do really truly see value in what you do. It's just a matter of where I am in my life and business that, you know, you can only take on so many things yeah, at once. Absolutely. Absolutely. But anyway, so thank you so much for being here. For sure. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure <laughs> to be on. What is it? Episode number like a million? I know it's been like three something. years. Yeah. Coming up on yeah. three years. It's crazy. I know. Truly. Good for you. I had no idea. I mean, I, I committed when I started this. I was like, this is a forever hobby, <laughs> you know, yeah. and hopefully it'll turn into a business one day. You never know. But for now, like I just commit to a cadence that is sustainable forever. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love it. Yep. So I thought it would be awesome to have you on here because the trajectory of this show is to discuss real estate for millennials interested in exploring what it takes to get themselves a piece of the pie. So in my opinion, that includes but is not limited to buyers, sellers, investors, and real estate agents themselves, which is your market. So that being said, share with us what it is that you do for real estate agents and what is it like working with you, Eric? Absolutely. I think for me personally, if you're asking me, there's a number of layers to which you can look at this. Like there's what I do with my existing clients today, but then there's also like I, where my mind goes to is kind of like what I hope to do for realtors more broadly, which I think has more to do with helping real estate agents go into what I call precision marketing versus throw random things at the wall marketing. And I mean, the contrast, I think you, you'll be able to tell what I'm talking about, but I think most realtors get a few fragmented pieces of marketing advice and try to put it together because social media is so accessible. There's such a low barrier to entry. So everyone could start an Instagram page. Everyone could start a TikTok. And I think what a lot of people end up doing is they go into it, seeing some success cases. But if you look at the success cases, a lot of them are accidental successes or they became viral on accident. And as a marketer and you know more deeply as a business strategist, you're able to look at that and 
try to figure out how it happened and you can figure out who got there on purpose versus who got there on accident. Now, as a marketing consultant myself, I'm trying to figure out, okay, how do I reverse engineer these successes, take all the pieces that you will need to achieve that, and then help individuals execute that. And furthermore, you know, I'm in the real estate industry, so I'm only helping real estate agents. The exercise becomes a lot more systematic because the target audience is the same for everyone because my industry is just real estate agents. That's what I want to be able to do for real estate agents, you know, help them make strategic moves rather than random ones. That's not to say there's no randomness and trial and error in a growth process, but I do think there are quicker ways to learn, quicker ways to fail and uh, more precision in the way that you grow. So that's my kind of spiel. Um, not sure if that's what you're looking for, but more specifically right now what I do is I help real estate agents be on YouTube. And feel free to interrupt me at any time, but I could talk forever. But YouTube, I, I'm on YouTube because this is my first kind of offering that I'm having for real estate agents because I spent some time doing more or less random stuff. I helped some real estate agents with their YouTube channels firsthand. And what I realized was YouTube is the most predictable and repeatable strategy to take a real estate agent who might literally be at zero or might not even be a real estate agent yet and take their existing starting point and you grow a following in front of the right crowd, which happens to be people that are on YouTube researching before they relocate to your area. It's a part of the strategy is keyword research. You want to show up as you search it, like rank at the first page for searches that indicate that the person searching it is probably going to move to your market. And so, for example, if I live in Atlanta and I'm a real estate agent, I'm going to make videos about what it's like living in Atlanta. And if I just fill YouTube with these videos, put my effort into these videos and figure out how to shoot them frequently and effectively, you know, I'm setting myself up to become a trusted source for the individual, but also the group of individuals in perpetuity that are at any given day, any given season searching for what it's like to live in Atlanta because they're actively thinking about moving there. And so the reason I'm doing YouTube is because it is the most predictable path to growth, you can do the same strategy in your city as I'm doing in my city, as someone else is doing in Sacramento or Boise, Idaho. So that's what I do. And does that answer your question? 100% perpetuity. That was a really great word. Good job. Um, <laughs> Thank you. What is it about real estate specifically that makes you want to work with us? Do you have a background in real estate at all? Part of it is like that entrepreneurial fire. Everyone by nature of the job, they're, they're business owners and a vast majority are solopreneurs. You know, you might be on a team, you might be part of a brokerage, but you know, you're, you're funding for yourself and you're getting paid vast majority in commission, if not all on commission. And you are setting your entire livelihood on the line for your business. And I love that. I, you know, just the energy that comes with it, the desire to hustle, the ability to dream big. I think, you know, I, I love that about the industry versus some other industries where it's kind of like a marketing rep that might be in charge of the YouTube channel who doesn't necessarily have the same drive and vision as the founder who started the company because you're just collecting your salary, making sure the YouTube channel looks good. It's a whole different ballgame when your livelihood is on the line. And so I, I, I love that aspect of it. And I have no background in real estate. I, I did purchase a home in 2020. And that was my one and only experience in the industry as like 
a part, you know, in an actual transaction. But I know that, you know, real estate is something I want to be part of my long-term wealth building. So, you know, I have my first property that I'm in right now living in and podcasting out of right now. But, you know, the more I could learn about the industry, I, I just thought it was a positive. So totally. something like that. I love that. I love that so much because it's just so relatable to want something and using what you have, getting a foot in the door in that thing and learning along the way. But that's just, that's so cool and good for you for having your first house already. Absolutely. And let me bounce the question back to you. Like what about real estate is it for you? I just, I love home. I love creating an atmosphere where I can feel safe or creative or tired or whatever I need to feel and kind of have a space to go feel that. But also lifestyle design is just one of my, you know, to be able to live somewhere where you love to be because the amenities that the town has or the surrounding towns or the lifestyle, like a lot of people ride bikes in certain areas, you know, bicycles and, or walking on the boardwalk on the beach near where I am and certain things like that. And that's why I find being here for me is so important because I connect so much to the lifestyle of the Jersey shore. And to me, it feels like I'm not selling houses. I'm selling a lifestyle. Yeah. But I also love home and a happy and healthy family. It stems from the home, you know? So that's kind of, I mean, my mom's been in real estate my whole life and it wasn't until I realized I love all the things about home that, you know, and creating like a lovely home. And that's that the part of it I didn't realize was you mentioned, you know, the Jersey Shore, like the literal market itself, like you love the place you're in. So it's not even the industry so much as like, or in part, it's literally the place you happen to be in that you are just naturally advocating for. Is that right? 100%. So I mean, I fought real estate my whole life. I've been super honest about this on the podcast. And it wasn't until I moved here that I was like, okay, this makes sense. Let me give in and give it a shot. And I love it. (laughs) Oh, that's yeah. Was there any point where, and I I asked this because my dad was a businessman, right? Businessman. And growing up, it resulted in some things I didn't enjoy. For example, he went off on business trips and wasn't home for extended periods of time. And obviously like as his son, you know, I would have loved for him to be home more. And because of that, I had some negative experiences. And I told myself early on, I was like, I'm never going to be in business because (laughs) negative association, you know, very simple, but it was like a visceral, no, this is not for me. Now I'm, you know, as soon as I hit my twenties and now like I'm 28 and I'm like, the rest of my life is business only. And so it's funny how that came from full circle. And I, I guess my question for you, you said, your mom's been in real estate your whole life. Like, was there ever a point where you were like, like, hell no, not this. My whole life. <laughs> I tell her, I was, I tell everyone, I was like, she did not make the career look sexy. There was nothing enticing about yeah. the way that she handled business from my point of view as her daughter. Mm. You know, my parents split when I was young. So she was out there hustling as you do. But from my perspective, she's never home. She doesn't want to be here. And when she is here, she's exhausted. You know, so it's like it was kind of chaos, which it was funny because when I got into the industry, I was like, oh, no wonder my mom has always felt like a chicken without a head. Your mind is in so many different directions all at once. So then when I got into it, I was like, Maybe there's a way I could figure out how to do this differently in a more organized and, you know, work smarter, not harder fashion. 
and see what happens. So, and I'm in a different place. I don't have kids yet. You know, she had us already. So it's a totally different place, totally different time. We've got technology now. (laughs) So, you know, I'm not trying. She probably wasn't podcasting early in her career. No, no. (laughs) Or clubhousing. Definitely not. We do have a plan to have her on once a quarter though. So that's fun. It's just fun to talk business like mother, daughter. And it's just, it's funny. Yeah. You're at full circle moment. Just being like, okay, this actually makes sense. Between all of my passions, they all come together in real estate. It's like, I'm more like my mom than I thought. Right? More <laughs> exactly. like our moms than Neath we wish. Dad, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm it's so like, wait, grateful. all the things I hate about my dad are me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, I totally get it. I relate. And at the end of the day, it's just, I'm so glad I had that much resistance towards it because if you can have that much resistance towards something and then get into it, it's like you were obviously resisting it for a reason, but I also think I had to explore all those other things first in order to get me here because, you know, I I had a podcast talking about wellness, which is so broad. Mm -hmm. It was lifestyle design and the growth mindset, but it was really at the end of the day, which I didn't realize necessarily, maybe I did, but it was, it was like me on a journey of curiosity and it took me here. Hmm. I just wanted to learn from everybody about everything. So that's awesome. Yeah. So I just feel like this has to be it, you know, it's maybe it's not the forever it, or maybe it is like you, like I have bigger dreams of utilizing real estate in other ways, but as far as, you know, day to day for the rest of your life goes, you can't control. We don't know. Hmm. But anyway, so I don't know exactly how to word this question correctly, but why do you think YouTube has so much power? Is it merely the fact that it's an SEO, if I phrase that appropriately? Yeah, no, I mean, I I think there's a lot of things that have a lot of power. And this is how I think about any potent digital marketing strategy. In my mind, there's a formula. Uh, It's two things or three things, depending on how you think about it. One, the first thing is there has to be a growth engine. What I mean by that is like what you were talking about, the SEO, right? YouTube, there is something you can do to optimize your videos to get it to rank on the search engine, search engine optimization. And so that is promising because let's say a certain search has 10,000 searches a month well, there's probably going to be a lot of competition, but as soon as you break past that competition, if you're able to break past it and start showing up on the first page and getting recommended by existing popular videos, now you're in the game and now you're getting a piece of the pie. And so that's a growth strategy to identify keywords that don't have as much competition and trying to infiltrate it. Of course, it has to be relevant to you. And so the first is growth engine. Second is path to sell. and the strategy has to work for your business, whether you're trying to sell your reputation and just trying to get people to like you. Like, for example, there are influencers like Gary Vee, who has a business on the back end, but his whole social media presence is just about getting people to trust him and see him as a reliable source. So no matter what it is you're trying to sell, whether it's monetary or not, you have to see that the content that gets pushed out, that is part of the growth engine, allows you to sell the thing that you're trying to sell. And so, for example, if you're a real estate agent, don't make like, I mean, you could get viral for twerking on TikTok. That's totally fine. You're prerogative. But is that going to allow you to then say, 
now I am a trusted real estate expert for you, and I would like for you to call me so I can help you buy a house. Like that's just not a natural path to sell. So instead, if you went viral like Glenda Baker for telling stories about real estate and doing it in a real snarky, sassy yet clever way, yeah, you're gonna get hit up by celebrities to help list their like seven million dollar properties in Atlanta. So those are the two things, and that part I would call the science. The rest of it is an art. Like there's no right answer. You know, it just has to be sensible. Like you could go viral on TikTok like Glenda Baker and make a killing. Or you could do what I said on YouTube. You know, in my mind, like that works because you do have a path to sell. You're able to target people that are actively in the market. And so your path to sell is really good, even though your growth engine is honestly relatively small. But you don't need to get in front of a million people to sell 10 houses a month. You might only need to get in front of a thousand people to sell 10 houses a month. And that's still a lot of freaking houses a month. And so where can you actually cross paths with the people that you're interested in crossing paths with? That makes a good strategy. That's why I like YouTube because, you know, it's so concentrated of a segment of people online that you're able to capture the attention of versus something like TikTok. You got to go kind of hugely viral and you don't even know exactly if those people are going to be able to do business with you. It's harder to monetize that. So that's kind of how I think about it. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So no twerking. Noted. (laughs) I mean, you could, you could, you know, if you sell a house through twerking, you should write a book. Or start a TikTok channel dedicated to how to do that. But, you know. <laughs> That's funny. And I love that you brought up Glenda Baker because she's just, I follow her as well. She's very creative Glenda's and the adorable. Goat. Um, she's awesome. So, do you think digital marketing is the future? I think it's the present. Yeah. I think digital marketing is the present. It's it's here. And I think the, the thing that I don't want to overshoot by saying, like, You know, I I do hear social media coaches and stuff like that in the real estate space saying like, stop it with the cold calling because I don't think that's good advice either because I would rather if it were up to me to get a real estate agent to like, you know, making 100,000 in a year, 500,000 or whatever you want to make in a year and you had to get there and your life was on it, I would not tell them to post haphazardly on Instagram Because if that's not bringing them tons of business, like don't do it. You might be getting a couple of referrals by staying top of mind to your small circle. That's fine. But if you want to grow, you got to do some things that enable you to reach the next level. So if that means cold calling for four hours every morning, yeah, that's going to suck. But I promise you that's going to be a lot better than digital marketing. And so people, I think, fail to understand that digital marketing is a tactic But the principles have always been the same from the time that your mom started in real estate to now where you have to do what makes the difference and you got to focus on the one thing that's actually going to take you there rather than do the eight things that you're only going to half-ass and not get anywhere. And so I do think digital marketing is extremely promising. I think social media offers you the ability like never before to reach masses if executed correctly. But those are big ifs, and you have to execute. You have to figure out exactly how you're going to do it, and the devil's in the details. You are so wise. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I asked this following question because I was wondering if you can upload a vertical video to YouTube, and Google said they recently changed it so that you can. Where, as a digital marketing expert yourself, do you find and research updates and changes within the algorithm of YouTube? Yeah, well... Honestly, so what you're talking about is YouTube Shorts, right? So it's the same thing as TikTok, just on YouTube. 
And so like Instagram has reels, TikTok is TikTok, uh, YouTube came out with the shorts feature. But the way I keep up to date is by following other social media people that are, you know, known to give out the best updates about social media world. And so I just follow them. And I also subscribe to a couple of newsletters that I get and I just read over them, just skim them really quickly in the mornings. And if I see something that's like, oh my goodness, that's significant, I might look into it a little bit. But yeah, I mean, there's that's a benefit of social media. You can stay up to date on social media through newsletters and otherwise. For sure. So these shorts on YouTube, is that something that you can take from a reel that you created and just add it to YouTube? Oh, the same thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah. good to know. Interesting. It's interesting because each of the short form vertical content platforms, so TikTok, Reels, and YouTube Shorts, each have a slightly different personality. And what I mean by personality is they have varying, like at the end of the day, it's an algorithm, right? So some of them weight what you just recently saw a little more heavy than another. Some of them will show you what's going viral globally a little more than another. Some of them are going to show you stuff from your followers a little bit more than another. And so it's interesting because like reels, for example, it's like, it's still kind of like, I would say in awkward phases, I might watch a reel that has a particular sound and I watched all the way through. So they collected that data and they were like, he watched the whole thing through. He's into that sound. Like three swipes later, same sound. Three swipes later, same sound. Like TikTok doesn't do that where they like just barrage you with the sound just because you listen to it a couple times. I'll also say TikTok has better engagement rates. So for example, if you see a video that has a million views on TikTok, it might have 200 or 300,000 likes, which is a 20 or 30% engagement rate. Versus Instagram, a reel might have a million views, but oftentimes it'll only have like 50,000 likes, which is like a 5% engagement rate. Reels has not yet figured out how to make their content extremely relevant and extremely engaging for the right people and targeting it correctly. So I would definitely say if you're making short form content, like TikTok is probably the best one to help correctly categorize your content. Interesting. I thought if you heard the same audio again and again, it just means it's a trending audio on Reels. Yeah, I mean, it's a combination, right? Mm -hmm. So you're going to get – it's going to be like a micro trend in in your little corner, your tiny little corner of the algorithm or whatever you want to call it. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Well, that was fascinating information. My next question you kind of just answered, but it was what are a couple of quick tools that you could share with us before parting ways? Tools. Well, my favorite one, and I'm curious if you've ever heard of Descript. Does it create captions? It does. It creates captions, but it also transcribes your whole video and allows you to edit your video as like a Word document where you're literally deleting text and you can like, you know, control F, find filler words and get rid of them all at once. You could remove pauses in a click of a button. You could They even have this beta thing where you can replace a word. If you say the word wrong, they'll learn your voice and figure out what it would sound like if you said the word that I haven't messed with that yet, but it's a really great tool for especially like podcast workflows where afterwards it's, you know, like right now we're already at 26 minutes and that's a a lot of content to go back and, and quality control. If you have it all in text form, you can sift through it a lot quicker. And if you're able to video edit on the text directly using some of the integrations that they have existing in the platform, like it makes for some really quick workflows. So 
I think Descript is great for anyone who does any talking content, talking heads or just audio only. It's They have a free version. I don't really remember what you get from the free version, but you can use it in a dangerous way with just the free version. I think I pay like 15 bucks a month and it's so worth it. And yeah, I mean, I'd have to do a whole like seminar in order to teach people how to do it, but it's it's awesome. The other thing, if I may share one more thing, Please. is I would say that the thing that people are underutilizing the most is the ability to research on YouTube. And what I mean by that is if you want to accomplish something, literally, let's say I want to be a millionaire, you watch the first 10 videos that come up on YouTube for how to be a millionaire in 2022, the first video is going to be some combination of that content creator's opinions mixed in with some principles that are universal. You can't discern which is which, but then you watch the second one. That person is going to have some universal principles along with their opinions. The third person, same thing. And once you watch 10 of these, you're going to figure out which ones are common in every single person. And now you're going to know so deeply because you you saw the repetition how to be a millionaire and it's like oh wow it does have to do with grit it does have to do with who you're surrounding yourself with it does have to do with how much you're willing to sacrifice and those things become you know i mean that's just an example but more concretely like social media marketing for realtors or youtube for realtors how to get my first listing or how to you know cold call effectively or like how long should it take me before i get my first listing cold calling or like any number of things you could figure out through YouTube research. And I really feel like I've made significant changes in my life and business just even in the past month from figuring things out on YouTube. And I don't understand when people are staying stuck in their lives with this tool that's out there called Google, called YouTube, that teaches you how to do anything you could imagine. Anyways, for that's free. My speech. I love it. For free. Yeah. yeah. I love your passion towards YouTube. I think <laughs> I think it just goes to show you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And I think you're yeah. gonna you're yeah, gonna I didn't think about that. Yeah. You're gonna kill it. And I, I just love it so much. And your energy is so great. Where can we find you and how can we support you? Yeah, you can find me at Eric Talks Marketing on uh, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and you could support me by giving me a follow and just DM me, say what's up. And honestly, like I'm, I'm locked in to my business. I know what I'm doing. I know who I'm going after as like clients, even, and I know what my path to growth is going to look like, even though I haven't realized it all yet. With that said, I'm still very early in my business life, and I love connecting with people. I have an attitude of just wanting to connect and learn and figure out what people are actually going through because my goal long-term is to figure out how I can serve real estate agents. And so especially if you're a real estate agent, I'd love to connect. If you're in any other field or industry or niche and you want to connect about marketing, like that's kind of my thing. So would love to chat even if I don't have specific tactics I do think all day long about the principles that are the same for everyone. So would love to connect. And I appreciate you for having me on here and allowing me to plug myself like that. Absolutely. That's pretty much what you're here for. I just love what you're doing. I think you as an individual are awesome and the work that you're doing is great and bridging you and what you're doing together just seems like an awesome great wonderful combination so thank you for being here i really appreciate you and your time and for reaching out in the first place and i'm so excited to just stay connected and watch you grow i really appreciate that and i wish the best for you as well thank you so much (laughs) well that is a wrap folks 
Thank you so much for being here and tuning in, sharing with us your time, your attention, and your ears. Also, serious gratitude for those of you who have been here through the transformation from Well and Why to Seize Your Home. I love you so much. Eric Talks Marketing, thank you for your appearance on the show, for reaching out on Instagram, and for introducing me to Descript. I cannot wait to master the software. And I appreciate everybody's patience with me as I learn the ins and outs of editing the show in a completely different way after three years of endless waveforms. <laughs> Lastly, thank you for being so supportive on this journey of learning new things, changing career paths, and coming back for more. Reach out on Instagram at Seize Your Home, S-E-A-S, Your Home. Say hello and share your story with me how COVID has completely transformed your life. Until next time, my friends, hasta la vista and ta-ta for now.